Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Hey, DJs, I need to tell you about MyBookie.ag. They are the industry's best online sportsbook and casino. And boy, do they have a deal for you. Sign up now. Using the promo code ABSOLUTEDGEN and the fine folks at MyBookie will match you dollar for dollar up to 1,000 smackaroos. That is extra money. You can bet on NBA, NHL, UFC, boxing, and of course, Major League Baseball, because baseball is back in full swing. We want you all to hit a grand slam by betting, winning, and getting paid with my boogie. Absolute sports betting degeneracy. Hey, everybody. Arch here, and I've got a very special guest with me. Andrew from Two Minutes to Post is back. Andrew, what's going on? Hey, how are you, Arch? Nice to be on again. I hope everybody's doing well. Yeah, yeah. So how have you been, man? Very good. A bit busy, you know, nowadays, but but good. Good overall. You know, the weather the weather's getting better out here in New York, with the exception of Memorial Day weekend. But <laughs> that's like know, locked it, in stone, right? You just... <laughs> it was storming last oh. weekend. You know, of course, to to offic- unofficially kick off summertime. But other than that, you know, I'm good. I'm happy that the weather is is getting warmer. We're out and about. You know, trying to enjoy as much time outside as possible and you know day by day especially nowadays but all good right, how right. are you oh i'm doing great right Out, outside includes the horse track right that that's a that's a given <laughs> we got to get to the track yes absolutely you know i i haven't been to belmont yet but it's coming soon mm. i was i was going to go for the stakes but what do you I just have a, a couple other obligations i need to attend you can get credentialed right they'll let you in for free over there you're you're a who you're a who's who right <laughs> I would, I would hope so. I would hope so. But you know, if those, those tickets, then who knows? Yeah. No comment. (laughs) So how'd the Preakness turn out for you? It was very good. I, um, you know, I was on the podcast. We we were talking about all the horses in the race and there was obviously Ron Bauer. I had my eye on that horse Mm -hmm. and sure enough, he got there. You know, I, I mean, I mentioned him on the podcast, but I also told a lot of people that's kind of where my, what I was thinking maybe for a play underneath, but I certainly got the calls when Ron Bauer won. <laughs> so it was a good day. Very good. Very good Very day. Good. How did you do overall that weekend? Do you have much success? Do you have much success betting the whole track over the weekend, the whole event or? Uh, yeah, I do. Yeah. But I mean, I, I, I had some money on Ron Bauer so that, just totally, you know, the major weekend. weekend, right? Pretty much. No. But other than that, you know, Friday was good. Friday was a long, long handicapping day, and same with Saturday. But good, very good, very good overall. I was nice. very happy. Nice. And I made a lot of people happy. You you made us happy <laughs> in this household, that's for sure. <laughs> What'd you say? Say that you made, you made everybody in this household happy. So, Excellent. Yeah. Excellent. Did you did you do well on the Preakness? Oh yeah, yeah. I showed you, I showed you kind of how I like to do it, how I like to lay out the information from two minutes to post mm-hmm. it does pretty well. It does pretty well for me. I'm still it that does. boring. I'm that boring. It, it better. Really does, Arch, that, yeah. you know, how you interpret the data. Um, it works. It yeah. works very well. So I, keep at it. Very good job. 
I'm the I'm a boring better, you know. I I, I bet to I bet winners. <laughs> That's I don't do I don't chase the trifectas or any of that. I just kind well, of tend to bet winners. <laughs> There's nothing wrong with that. That's how you. That's how you win. And if you, if you're trying to, you know, have some skin in the game, there's nothing wrong with that. Or, you know, if you really start picking it up, you could start upping your bets. You become more confident. But yeah. you're following the right track. You just keep it simple. You're not overthinking yeah. too many things, and and you just you you play the play the cards as it's dealt. No one's accused me of overthinking anything ever. So. <laughs> that's very oh, good. You're me. Uh, that's very it's very good good stuff so mm-hmm. the race this weekend the belmont the belmont stakes i actually love this one because you know it, you don't even have to think about where it is it's at belmont i like that exactly perfect i see your track over yeah. here is there are we just going to sit down and say okay fuck it if central quality that's he's going to win that's it game over uh you know i think so really and i i have looked at this Hot Rod Charlie and Essential Quality had two great races coming out of the Derby, right? And if, if you watch the race again, if you look at the stats, it's almost like the same race or the, the same horse was running, right? However, Essential Quality had first had a terrible break. He was bumped, started pretty far back, and then had a makeup ground and also was like four wide, four or five wide the entire trip. So in my head, and he almost ran down Hot Rod Charlie, right? And the way I'm looking at it as the Belmont's a mile and a half race. It's a long race. And you, you, need, you need determination to get there. And if, if going four or five wide and almost, almost still winning with a bad break, you know, the speed figures are there. He, the pedigree is there. The class is there. I, I, he's going to be tough to beat, in my opinion. You know, and, and Hot Rod Charlie will be right there. Ron Bauer's a good horse. He got a great trip in the Preakness. It just fit the pace well. That's why I like that, that pick. Um, I just think Hot Rod Charlie and Essential Quality are a bit better. And there's only eight horses in the race. Yeah, you know, There's not going to be a lot of traffic Plus, it's also a mile and a half, so these jockeys will really put the horses in good position. Essential qualities on the inside, so he'll save a little ground there also. Um, but but we'll see. You know, rock your world, assuming Joel Rosario, you know, is prepared for the start like he wasn't um, for the Derby. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He'll, yeah. he'll put Rocky World up front for sure, and he'll and he'll take a shot. And Rosario's won the Belmont before, I believe. So he, he knows what it takes, but I do think the competition is there for Hot Rod Charlie or such a quality to run down. You know, maybe known agenda gets there. I, I don't think that's going to happen, but he just showed nothing in the Derby. And I don't know if, if something was off, but it, it just felt like he couldn't keep up in the Derby during that race. So. He finished ninth in that one, I think. Say that again. He finished ninth in the. He did. Yeah. Yeah. Like, and the thing with known agenda was originally, like, he is going to come off the pace. It's just a question of, you know, is there a pace tool or is he going to get there? And he just didn't. He didn't show anything. It was kind of disappointing for the Derby, but you know, the the Belmont. It's two, three, four is how I'm looking at it, pretty much. 
That's your, know, that's your ticket right there. Order, but maybe essential quality on top. Mm. Hot Rod Charlie Rombauer underneath. You know, you're going to get that bourbonic play because he's a monster closer. And maybe at a mile and a half he gets there. But you know, for like a closer like that, something has to break down. You know, if there's a, a, a speed duel up front that he can get there. But I don't see it happening. You know, a mile and a half, honest pace. You'll have Rocky World up front, Essential Quality, Hot Rod Charlie, and Ron Bauer. They'll be right there. Maybe a length back, you know, length and a half. And then it's just, it's just grit and determination at that point, right? Because just because of the distance. It's just it's such a long race. The turn is, is huge. So it's, it'll be interesting. I definitely think there's money to be made, even though there's eight horses. But it seems like the race is a little bit more complicated than it, than it looks. Really? Yeah, like there, there are plays in there. Like if something breaks down, then yeah, maybe Nona Agenda gets there or Brabonic gets there. I, I don't think Rocky World is going to go wire to wire. It just doesn't seem like that. And then, you know, I, I think the odds are open for Central Quality. I think he was at five to two earlier in the day. Now he's at, I think he's at two to one now. Two to one right now. Yep. Yeah. But you never know on Derby Day. Maybe maybe people stay away from him or Hot Rod Charlie's going to get a lot of action. So if I had to pick one horse, it would be Essential Quality. Yeah. You know, or or if there was a prop bet for like a dead heat in in the Belmont, I'd do Hot Rod Charlie and Essential Quality dead heat, which would be amazing. We've got to look. We've got to find that one. Dead heat. Okay, I'll look and see. <laughs> find that prop bet. Yeah. 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 Good stuff. So, uh, no Bob Baffert at this one, right? No Bob Baffert. Thank God. That's good news. <laughs> yeah. You know, if, if it's like a, a shit stain for the industry, what what happened, but. There is some good out of it. I think it just lit a spark. And there are people that want to clean up the game. And, you know, if it took a disqualification for the Derby winner and Bob Baffert to do it, then then so be it. But no Bob Baffert. He's not running at Naira. Churchill Downs just banned him for two years. Two years? Two years. He cannot enter a horse um, at Churchill Downs for two years. I don't know what California is waiting for. And news came out today that Monmouth in Jersey – is welcoming Bob Baffert if he wants to run in the Haskell over the summer, which is just, in my personal opinion, I think it's ludicrous, right? I mean, the guy's, the guy's been caught doping multiple times. Like, he's got no business running, running a horse. Kick him out for a bit. Get, get him straight. Like, I don't know. You know, I, I don't run these racetracks, and it's, there's certainly no commission in horse racing to – to oversee and, and set some rules. But I think this, this definitely at least ignited more conversation to potentially get there in the industry. So it's a good thing. You know, I, I, a lot of people, I, I guess that I spoke to weren't going to bet the Preakness just in protest and which is okay. But uh, at least Baffert and all of that distraction nonsense is not going to be at Naira and at Belmont this weekend. Right. Yeah. That's good stuff. And it's good stuff. And there's, the, the card is stacked, you know, so th- there's like nine stakes races. Uh, what were there, 13, 14 races? 13, yep. 
13 races. Yeah, it's it's going to be a good day. Good fields. You know, the, I think the weather is going to turn out to be really nice. So as long as that distraction is there, is not there rather, for Bob Baffert, it's all good. And, and let me, t- it was so refreshing to see Ron Bauer win the Preakness. Guess who's back? Back again. My bookie's back. Tell a friend. That's right, DJ's proud to say that we're once again being brought to you by my bookie. But just because they weren't paying us doesn't mean we haven't been giving them some love. I still use my bookie to this date, and you should too. Why? Because March is about to get crazy. Insane. Maybe even a little mad. If you're still on the hunt for a sportsbook to call home, bet the nonstop action of March Madness with my bookie. Enter bracket contests for a chance to take home prizes of up to 25,000 big ones, or pick from a huge selection of straight bets, props, and odds boosts. Whatever your style, MyBookie makes it easy to play your way and get paid. Sign up now, take advantage of their generous welcome offer to score a massive first deposit bonus up to $1,000. All you have to do is use the promo code DEGENS, that's D-E-G-E-N-S, but the fun doesn't stop there. Up-to-the-minute odds, free bets, and expert predictions to help you decide who to put your money on. The best part about MyBookie, you can bet on anything, anytime, anywhere. Use the promo code DGENS to secure your limited-time welcome bonus today. What does innovation sound like? It sounds like the luxury of being in the moment with your customer, client, or patient. It sounds like having the right information right when you need it. It sounds like being at your best for your customers and your business. Thanks to Highland's intelligent content solutions that improve digital processes, innovators everywhere are able to do their thing better, whatever that thing is. Now, who doesn't like the sound of that? Highland. For innovators everywhere, visit highland.com. Just like the uh, breath of fresh air that we didn't have to deal with Medina Spirit or a concert tour winning that race. And then the cycle starts again. And for three weeks, we hear about Bob Baffert running at the running in the Belmont, but the test is still pending. So all good things. How long does it take for the test to come out? It, it, well, it seems like it's taken a long time. Yeah, it, it takes usually something comes out about a week, week and a half after yeah. the race. Right. And that's what happened with the Derby, but then they did the split sample and that came out a couple, maybe yesterday. I'm getting my, I get my days mixed up now because there's so much going on, but the split test came back positive for the 20 picograms per milliliter of blood. Right. Yeah. So he, he was, he was loaded, you know, and they're still going to try to fight it, but uh, it, it's done. You know, if they're trying to clean up the sport, this is what needs to be done and it's done. It's good. And, uh, you know, I know there's some people out there that that may get refunds in in the form of a credit, and I don't know if this is true. This is this is just something I heard that maybe the ADWs will offer a credit if you had Mandaloon in that race. Hmm. Interesting. Because yeah, like these ADWs do like a quote unquote credit or rebate, right? Well, you'll just have like a which whatever you bet, you'll get it back in a credit. But you have to, you know, reinvest that money, I guess. (laughs) They're still going to get paid. Come on. (laughs) Yeah. You know, and look, there's no way to refund people with money. I mean, look, there's a lot of people that did have Medina Spirit and they won. They're not going to give the money back. No. I wouldn't. (laughs) I mean, 
you know, as as bad as that might sound, but like there's there's no way. Well, I guess you can you can track it, but there's no way to recoup that money unless there's lawsuits involved. Oh, that's what we need. Yeah, I, I would say if you're out there and and you're even worried about that, I would say I knew they were doping. That was part of my betting strategy. <laughs> you know, I talked to my brother, and he's like, "You just can't bet against Bob Baffert." I'm like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah." This was before the news came out about the uh, about the doping. Mm-hmm. But after Baffert won it, my brother was like, "Yeah." You can't beat Bob Baffert. And some people bet him because they know. Bob Baffert knows how to run a Churchill Downs. And who, who knows? Maybe this entire time his horses were juiced and there was some masking agent that it, that goes undetected. You know, they were, they, I, I read some things that beta-methazone was not it, – it's still an issue, but maybe it was used to mask something else. Mm, oh, boy. So there's more designer drugs out there. Yeah, exactly. So who knows? I mean, this is all speculation. I can't like right, confirm right. anything, but you know, it, it's um, people. People certainly think about it. That's oh, for you sure. have to. Well, mm-hmm. once you open the yeah. door, you have to think about it. <laughs> you, yeah, you, you know, opened the door. It, it's there. It, I mean, there were a couple of trainers that got that are uh, suspended last year for for doping their horses and. You know, Arch, we talked about it before. It just ruins the integrity of the sport when you when you have people throwing up money and and horse racing depends on betting. Right. That was the point you made that really, really crystallized it and nailed it, I thought, is the whole goddamn the whole goddamn sport relies on the trust from the public to wager money on a fair event. Exactly. Exactly. Couldn't have said it better, Arch. Well, yeah, I think you did. Really? I mean, you, the MLB games, they'll fill the stands. Right. Hockey, basketball, you name a sporting event, they'll fill the stands. Belmont is not full every day. No. And they're not making all of, of the money through, through concessions and ticket sales. It's the $10 billion that's wagered on an annual basis in horse racing that props up the sport. You know, and if you have a product out there that's tainted, where you let these things happen, you just, it, why would you even want to bet that? It's hard enough betting on animals as it is, right? right, right. Now, now you're, now you're, you know, throwing doping into, into the conversation. And so, like, like I said, with all the negativity in Baffert, it is a good thing because there will be a lot more strict rules and, and better ways to protect the better. And it, it's now at the forefront of these tracks and these these corporations that run racetracks to just clean it up, make it a little bit safer for the better and, and just get the confidence back. Right. It's going to make it's it safer weird. for the animals too. Yeah, they're not that doped too, up. you know, and seriously, I mean, you're doping horses, you're messing with them also. You know, people right now are all up in arms about the whip rules, which I do think are ridiculous that, uh, that there are crop riding rules. You want right? to break that, can you break that down real quick? What did you say? Can you break that down real quick? So apparently Monmouth Park, of all tracks, that's allowing Baffert to race, will not allow jockeys to use their whip to, to you know, to down the stretch yeah. to get to whip the horse. I guess unless it's like an emergency, like you're steering the horse and it, for whatever reason – but that decision was made at the 
I want to say at the corporate level, like there was no jockey input, you know, they're, they're on a, a, a huge animal. They need to put the horse in the right position. They have mm-hmm. to urge the horse when they need him to. And if the jockeys don't feel comfortable with not using a whip, then that's terrible because you're putting the jockey at risk. Right. And uh, I don't think it's appropriate, but you know, there's a lot of people out there that think whipping a horse 20 times a race does, you know, affects them negatively. And, you know, I'm not an expert on that. I just don't the comparison to a human is like, a, I mean, the horse, they, they don't feel it. They're, 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 those animals are so strong, you know, and I, I'm pretty sure Ramon Dominguez, he's a retired jockey, developed a whip that's a, a little bit, quote unquote, less painful for the horse. And there's some jockeys that are using it now, which is great, which is absolutely great. But, you know, look, it, again, with that, that will encourage some innovation in the industry, which it desperately needs. So it's it's like monmouth park in jersey like they may get fixed odds but now they can't use whips and they'll laugh out backward it's <laughs> you can't win no you, know? you can't win <laughs> one step in the right direction you go four backwards horse racing they're their own worst enemy they they really are yeah. you know and there's so many positive things that they can do um and i'm sure it's it's obviously not as easy as i make it sound and everything but but still like there's things they can do here if you just hit the pause button and and figure it out. So I, I think they will. I with all the news and everything going on, I think they'll eventually get there. Right. So all all good things, hopefully. <laughs> Very good. Every conversation we have always, even an email, always devolves into what's wrong with horse racing, <laughs> how to fix it. <laughs> <laughs> I know it's a shame. Look, every sport has its problems. Right. You know, like the instant replay in, in baseball. Oh, it's got to go. 100%. Oh, it's got to go. It has no place in baseball. There, there are situations where, like, when I was watching the Mets, they had two calls uh, a couple weeks ago where the runner is stealing second and third. And one of them was Jacob DeGrom, who had a double. On instant replay, I guess his foot came off the bag as he was sliding, and he was called out. And, it, and it's just like a such – like not authentic way. Like he was clearly safe. Right. Clearly, you know, and, and his momentum from the slide took him off the bag. Jeez. I don't know. Five inches, maybe if that, mm-hmm. and they call him out. And I don't think that instant replay belongs in that situation. It's that's not baseball. That's, I mean, I guess if anything, that's football, you know, tiptoe right at the line. Did he catch it? Did he not Good catch point. it? But that's not exactly, that's not baseball. Mm-hmm. I, I completely agree. Look, you want to challenge a home run call or something because sometimes the fence it like blends in. You can't really tell. Fine. But a stolen base? Like, uh, or look, if you want to challenge or quote unquote replay or challenge a stolen base in the bottom of the ninth, uh, I don't know how. I, I don't like it, you know, but I guess they're looking out for something that's blatant. You know, like, remember, I forgot. Remember there was a perfect game? Oh, and, yeah. Uh, and yeah. the ump, I forgot when that happened. Whenever that happened, the ump clearly blew the call at first base. You know, something like that. Or if maybe they, they only kept it where you can do an instant replay in, in the ninth inning or something. 
Yeah. I, you know, like in the, in the first inning or the fourth inning, like, come on, like, we don't, we don't need that. No, no, you really don't. So now you're going to get me all fired up about baseball. Now <laughs> we have four hour games and instant replay and you haven't solved anything. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you, you haven't solved a goddamn thing. The four hour game thing. I know. Like, again, I remember watching the Mets a couple times this year. The game was like two, two hours and 40 minutes. So it was like, this is beautiful because, and that's only because the Mets weren't putting up any runs whatsoever. <laughs> Jacob DeGrom is on the mound. The Mets score zero runs. The game's over in two hours. Right. Yeah, done. But the games now, these four, I mean, the playoff games are brutal, brutal, especially if you live on the East coast and first pitch is eight twenty. Right. You're not going, you're not going to sleep till 1230. No. Baseball. Do they, I know they don't have the clock. But that's coming. That's, they yeah. said that's coming. The pitch clock's coming. Yeah. Yeah, that's got to come. And the batter stepping out of the batter's box, that needs to happen. I, do they do that now? I can't remember. I think the ump will get on them after if they do it too much, but no, mm-hmm. they, you're still allowed to do it. Yeah. Okay. But, you know, th- th- those are all small little things that can be fixed. I mean, I don't, exactly. hate, I don't hate the idea of a pitch clock. I like the idea yeah. of a pitch clock. Like, get on the mound, throw the ball, you know get the get the pitch back throw it again every you don't need like you gotta lick your hands you gotta touch the rosin bag you gotta you know rough up the ball a little bit you like just get on the mound and throw like let's go you know and i i did read something that was interesting that like these sports psychologists are they tell players you know slow down you need to slow the game down but they should do that mentally, not physically. <laughs> no. Right? No. no. Like, you know, like if you play golf and you're very good at golf, you'll, the game slows down for you. Like it just – you just get it, right? And that's, that's how baseball should be because it is a mental game. But it's taken literally now. Like they, the game is slowed. Right. You know, and I know we got off a tangent talking baseball, but I wish, <laughs> I wish in horse racing they did something similar. Like we're trying to get more people into the into the sport to enjoy the day, but you're asking people to dedicate six hours, six seven hours, you know, on the weekends to it. That's mm-hmm. a, that's a tall ask, you know, and maybe in between races. Uh, you, you have to warm up the horse and everything like that. But I would love to see something done like these 30 minute in between posts is just too long. Oh, I agree. I agree. It's too long. And something, it's a pet peeve of mine. If I see that post time clock is at zero and these horses are still on the track warming up, it, it drives me nuts. Cause I got things to do today, <laughs> you know, like, come on. So, and, and, and I'm not the only one, a lot of people do. And, you know, I can't spend every Saturday just sitting behind a, or sitting in front of the TV watching horse racing. I mean, we all have plans. So I, I wish something, I, something was done just to speed it up a little bit, no. you know, or I would love like nighttime racing. I don't know why that's not popular, but if they did just a, a five or six race card on Thursday night would be outstanding. There you go. That would be really cool. Under the lights. Right. Yeah. Under the lights, a five, do five races. And I would even do something, five races in California, five races in New York. That way, over two hours or three hours, you're going to get a lot of action. 
right? And it also bring horse racing to the forefront a little bit because all the, every sporting event, it's aired in prime time, mm-hmm. right? So put once a week or, or, you know, twice a month or something like that, do a Thursday night racing. I think a lot of people would like that. No, I, I think they would love that. You get Faith Hill to sing a song, and, and it's thir- it's force racing in America. <laughs> I think it would be great. You could get corporations to do some events there after work and things like that. Oh, yeah. You know, I, I, just a little innovation like that. And these are not, like, crazy things. And I'm sure, like, health and safety, you have to get all that ironed out and everything. But I don't think that's too much to ask, you know, or at least just to explore it. It's the same thing like we talk about with fixed odds. At least explore the the idea of it and try it. If it doesn't work, it doesn't work. So eventually, one one can hope. You, one day we will solve all the world's problems, you and I. So, <laughs> but yes, for, you know yes, but for now, I think we're going to have to put a pin in it, for saving everything. Yeah. You should, people out there, you should save yourself, and you should go to two minutes to post. Like, yes, please, yeah, please yeah. visit the website. If you have questions, you know, email us at info at two minutes to post.com. And, you know, we always have some sales going on right now. And again, if you're interested in getting into the sport, just visit the website. There's a lot of material there, but we could break it down for you. Yeah. I'm still learning about <laughs> you pointed out some, something to me just a couple of weeks ago. So yeah, mm-hmm. I'm still learning myself. It's loaded. I love it. He's not paying me to say it. I actually, I'm a customer. I, I pay for two minutes to post. Thank you, Arch. Yeah, You're a stuff. great customer. Yeah, I love it. I love it. So you guys have made me a lot of money. I was doing pretty good this week. So good, good. Well, look, keep keep doing what you're doing. You know, mm-hmm. and then you know when you get more confident, up your bets, win some, and then put it on the Mets to win a baseball game. Oh, oh. <laughs> they need to turn some stuff around in Queens because I yeah. I still had them, yeah. you know, making the playoffs. You don't have them. Making I do the have them making the playoffs. Yeah. I, you know what? They're playing good ball right now with a, t- with a team that's entirely banged up. So, yeah. um, yeah, I, I hope they make the playoffs. It'd be nice. I mean, when the Knicks, the Knicks at the garden was bonkers. Isn't that, that was awesome. That was just, awesome just to see having, that. Like when, when the Rangers are in the playoffs and the Knicks are in the playoffs, I mean, it's, it's bonkers down at the garden. You don't even have to go into the garden. You just have to be in that atmosphere around because there's some bars and restaurants around it, obviously. And it's the scene is is amazing. All right. We've, we've gone way long. So it's fuck it. I'll ask you one more question. You're mm-hmm. you're a New York guy. The passion for the Knicks is is so high compared to, to the Nets. Nobody seems when you watch the footage of people celebrating about the Knicks winning a playoff game, it can't even <laughs> touch the Nets. Is, is New York not fired up about the Nets at all? About Brooklyn? I, I don't know. Hmm. I, I don't know. I mean, I don't watch a lot of basketball. It's just like I, it's just you're in, in New York, you like the Knicks. I mean, the Nets were also a Jersey team, right. I guess, in the right. tri-state area. But you would think like Jay-Z's bringing the Nets to Brooklyn. It's his thing. They're cool jerseys. Jay-Z's the man. Um, but yeah, I guess they're just not as not as popular yet. You know, they're they're playing great basketball now. Mm-hmm. So maybe they will, but maybe, maybe there'll be a change. Yeah, maybe so. What, what, getting beat by Utah in the finals isn't going to help them, though. Yeah, <laughs> I know, but we'll see. Yeah, all right. Andrew, always good to talk to you, man. Yes, Arch. Thanks again for having me on. I really appreciate it. It is great to talk to you also. I, I really enjoy this. All right, I'll talk to you later. 
All right. Take care. Information on this podcast may not be construed to offer any kind of investment advice or recommendations. Under no circumstances will the owners, operators, or guests of this podcast be held responsible for damages related to its contents.